Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. You know, it's important to always understand exactly how to collapse time, what is money time freedom, what is acceleration with your money, and by the way, who's your top five and how can they factor in to exactly what your world looks like financially. I'm with my partner tonight, Alexa Criojo. What's yes. up, Alexa? How you doing? Hello, how are you? Awesome. It's great. You know, I can't wait to drop some nuggets for all these good folks that check out these videos and yeah. really provide as much education as we can. And tonight we're going to get into really retirement planning minimizing the risk and at the same time maximizing the gains, right? Got it. The challenge is though, in our world, there is nothing but product after product after product after product, whether it's an IRA, whether it's a 401k, whether it's a defined benefit pension plan, whether it's a profit sharing 401k, SEP IRA, Roth this, Roth that, it's almost like there's an alphabet soup of retirement plans. And we know that it creates a lot of chaos and confusion. Yes. You, you know, we're in two different generations. How, millennially speaking, how do folks like you look at it? And when you look at this chaos, now before you got educated in the business and now after? Tough question. Yeah, it is. Um, before getting into the business, I think I had the traditional mindset, you know, go to school, get a good job, contribute to a 401k. And a lot of people that are in my family and, and they do that. Yep. Right. Um, they want to get a job that has good benefits. And, and yep. that's what it's about. Right. That whole package deal. I think as I grew up a little bit, I got more educated, specifically getting into the business myself and understanding there's so many more strategies out there and a lot of ways to think outside the box. Yep. My my vision on what retirement is has completely changed. Yeah. And, and we talk about strategies and different strategies. And I think at the end of the day, my experience tells me after, you know, seeing what happened in the late 90s with the market, early 2000s, you know, then 2008. And then obviously we had COVID that just came. All these different gyrations that really shake everything up. It seems to me the very first strategy and the best, the best strategy is to save 20% of every check. Like 100%. starting there first, yeah. right? And, and if you're going to be somebody, and I'm not knocking this at all, if you're going to be someone that, that, that you know, puts up money into a 401k and, and invests the difference into term insurance, which is very cookie cutter, it works out for the benefit of the financial institutions and the insurance companies because, as we know, financial institutions want us to buy those products because they get to keep the money. So your money goes in jail, right? Yes. And then it goes in probation, meaning your 401k, when you take money out, you get taxed at ordinary income, but you can't touch it until 59 and a half, but unless you jump through all these different hoops. And if you do cash it in before 59 and a half, you have to pay tax on a penalty. Now, if you're not saving money and you're doing that, that's good. Yeah, right? and I think that it's important to know something I've come to understand that retirement is not an age, it's actually a number, mm. right? So we all, I grew up thinking I have Ooh. to retire at 65, right? Why? And 65 is a new 30. <laughs> And it's just, it's not, it doesn't look the same anymore. Yeah. Retirement is, it's not the same. Yeah. So, so I think when we, when we, and, and we love sharing the information with all of our people that watch us and, and folks, thank you so much for checking us out as much as you do. I'm super grateful. 
Um, I love the fact that you guys interact with us, ask good questions, and, and you always, you know, time to time people click the link below and they set up free financial audits. Thank you so much. My thing is this, like, I, I'm like, okay, there's all these different qualified plans. In other words, money that go in with pre-tax dollars. Yep. How come people don't understand that when they take the money out, there's a tax consequence that maybe along the way you should do alternative strategies, not stop doing the 401k, but how do you do a, a blend around the 401k so you could create something that's tax-free? How come people don't think on that level? What is your thoughts on that? And I know when I come across a lot of people on social media that are looking for traditional, or I should say non-traditional planning, they're very receptive towards these strategies. What is it about the generation that you're in versus my generation, which is married to it? I think it is the lack of education, yep. right? I mean, if you are a lot older than, you know, if your your generation is, <laughs> your generation that uh, was really taught that traditional model, it yep. is, it's not even that they do it because they understand it. They just do it because it's what they know. Yeah. Right. So anything outside of that is scary. When you don't understand something, it's scary. Yeah. So yes. I think it's lack of education. And now, like when we talk about, you know, being able to develop retirement income strategies, what does that look like? You, you're going to sit down with client A, B, and C right now. What are you going to do when you first sit down with the client? How do you approach that meeting? And what are you trying to get to so you eventually create a strategy and a solution? I think before anything, number one is building rapport. Uh, building more. rapport with someone on a deep level allows them to feel safe and open enough to actually tell you the truth. Really? You cannot help anyone if they're not telling you the real financial situation that they're at. So you've seen a lot of clients. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the difference of not building rapport versus building rapport? Yes, 100%. And can you talk a little bit about that? I think when they when someone doesn't feel comfortable with you, they don't feel safe, and yep. they are telling you bits and pieces, the suggestions or the recommendations you give them don't fit. They yeah. don't sit and fit with what they're looking to do because they weren't honest from the beginning. Yeah, and, and you're you're a student of like Joe Dispenza. You're a student yes. of, of peak performance mindset. You put a lot of time and effort into that, and you understand manifestation, yep. right? You You get what that means, and... I think what you just said, and just tell me if I'm wrong, that if somebody feels that you don't care, if somebody feels that you're not interested, if you're not building the right rapport, then they're going to create ways why your strategy doesn't make sense. Oh, 100%. Even if it does make sense, yeah. right? So we're talking to two people right now. We're talking to the advisor to you know teach them what they don't know because they think they know everything. <laughs> and more importantly, we're going to talk to the folks out there that we genuinely care because we have partnerships that allow folks like you to come into our living room right here, you know, right into our podcast station. So when you talk about building rapport, what does that look like for you? It How do you is, do it? Well, you know, the five questions. I don't. Um, you, well, thank you, Sean Callagy, for teaching us the amazing formula of how to build rapport going from hello to yes with integrity. And you are essentially walking through their journey, right? Where have they been? Where are they now? What does the future look like? What is working and what's not working? Mm. And through those five questions, yep. you, you know, they genuinely feel heard, understood. And then that gives you the permission to speak about yourself mm. and ask questions to yeah. find out where they are at this moment and how you can try to get them to where they want to be. Yeah. And, you know, thank you. And by the way, we're going to talk about strategies in a second, but let's play with this a little bit. It's not like you went and met Sean Callagy and he gave you a trick. You were going through, like myself, when I met Sean, pain. And I was looking for a better way. Yeah. And I wanted to serve, grow, and contribute to people. Yes. Right? So, so I know my time with Sean has been thousands of hours. 
to learn this formula. It wasn't like you went there for a weekend and learned the formula. No. Right? No, no, no. I was a student for a while, a long time. Still a student. <laughs> yes. And if you go through that, you, what you're actively saying is you want to help people. Yes. He just happens to have a language-based communication that creates, in sales, by the way, predictability. Can 100%. you talk about what drove you to Sean? Not who drove you, the spiritual side of what drove you and how this is going to serve income strategy in a second. You know, I think... Or investment it, strategy, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think it started with knowing that what the message I had to share with people was important yep. and that I wanted people to listen to me. But no matter how much I knew that it was good for them, I had to mm. tap into them and I had to open up their listening for them to be receptive to my message. So yeah. like anyone out there, you can have the best product. You can have, you could be the best advisor, the best mm. trainer, anything. But if no one understands that, nope. then no one knows that. You're and that's it. You're running these looking for a sunset, yep. right? It just doesn't matter. So now when we talk about strategy, so now you built rapport. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a client. You just built rapport with me. And, you know, you find out my money, my income. What do I do for a living? How do you work into the next phase of what your strategy is going to be? I think the next step is important to find out what you're currently doing. Got it. Right? Where are you putting your money? Are you saving? Are you spending everything that you earn? Are you in debt? What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? And do you have a junk drawer full of financial products Ooh. that don't align? You mean like like a pair, like a a junk drawer of financial products? Would that be like a a bunch of socks that don't match. <laughs> Something like right? that, yeah. And, and are you saying that, wait a second, <laughs> we're going to show you how to make sure that your socks, and they're clean and they match every day through our strategy. Yep. Can you imagine if you had a strategy that your sock drawer, your t-shirt drawer, your regular, it was always updated, it was always clean, it was always crisp, and you stepped into those clothes every single day in a peak state because you were funky fresh. Is that what you provide for people in these strategies? Yes, 100%. Wow. So let's get into some <laughs> strategies. So now you know, um, my name is Joe. I want to be an entrepreneur or I am an entrepreneur. I got multiple businesses. But somebody said, hey, you got to learn how to really control your money and be able to take advantage right now in a recession to be able to kind of turn decades into days. What does that look like for you? So number one, I... One, you should be saving. If you, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have an investor mindset, you cannot spend everything that you earn. Putting that aside, the next question becomes, where are you putting it? Yeah. Are you putting it in jail, as you'd like to call it, right? Because some products are meant for long term. You can't tap into it without penalties um, or easily. Maybe it's subject to volatility. Mm. And so you want to make sure that that bucket that you're putting it in allows for some guarantees, allows for liquidity and leverage, right? Because... That's what it's all about. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Like, you know, you go through a report. It sounds like it's not a cookie cutter strategy. You go through a report, you get to know the clients, they get to know you. And we all know that anyone, if they know that you care, if you're in sales, they're going to listen to what you have to say if you genuinely care. And you have to genuinely care. Do you offer value adds for the folks that you sit down with so they can kind of see your plan? Do you monitor it? Do you, like, what does all that look like from a communication, sometimes non-verbally, for clients? Well, so after talking about it and having a conversation, I think the most important thing is getting it visually organized. Mm. So we have a great tool, the Epic Wealth Builder, that allows us to really do that, right? When we yeah. talk about integrating, coordinating, and having everything on one landing page, mm. it's that software that Got allows it. us to do it. It's automated. It's on a click of a button. It's accessible to you. And um, you can now see, based on what you're currently doing, where that will actually get you at. Yeah. 
so-called retirement. Got if it. you are going up the mountain the way you are right now, how does that look like coming down the mountain? Is it safe? Are you going to make it down? Will you have enough money mm. to survive? Right. Oh, wait. So that's when David and Eddie say that sometimes people use all their oxygen when they're going up the mountain. They run out of oxygen, 401k, and when they get to the point where they're coming down, you know, it's getting taxed, it's, there's fees and there's market risk, and sometimes they run out of oxygen versus coming down the mountain where, and yes, this is a strategy where you could spend down all your assets knowing it could be replaced with a buffer yeah. that allows you not only to spend it down in life, but also leave behind, and they could spend it down all over again. Yeah. And that's a way of really understanding how to maximize. And I think one of the things that the Epic Wealth Builder does is it maximizes the advantages of all the products that are out there, and at the same time, minimizes the disadvantages. What does that mean? Okay, we need to know what the taxes are gonna be. We need to know what the risk is gonna be. We know that if if somebody's fees in their 401k are 3% versus 2% or 2% versus 1%, that's a 10 year difference on every percentage point of income you get in retirement. So so how does that how does that view, how does that world get managed, right? How do you look into that? Who's your fiduciary? We are not giving investment advice right now. We're speaking in terms globally of how to think about and do it yourself and create that plan and that map. But how do you manage your investments? Who manages your investments? Who tells you the level of risk? Are you taking too much risk for the reward you're looking for? And is there a measurement? I think these are important things that folks need to understand. One of the things I'd like you to do, if it's okay, if you could kind of just kind of close it out a little bit and just kind of tell folks what they need to think about, even if they're feeling fear right now, we're in a recession, even if they have uncertainty, even if they're kind of running out of the money on the 20th or 25th of the month, where should they take themselves mentally in order to take some of those next steps forward? I would say my number one piece of advice would be to be radically honest with yourself. Mm. And forgiveness is so important. You know, when you look at your financial situation now, understand that it's a result of all these small decisions before that particular moment. Mm. And if you want a different result, it means you're gonna have to do something different. So whether that's getting to talk to someone that you trust, right? Or sitting down with a piece of paper and figuring out, okay, what am I actually doing right now? What are the small changes that I could do that will eventually compound to a better result? If you wanna learn more, go ahead and click that link below. One of the team members here at Epic will sit down and, and answer any questions. There's no obligation. We have a financial freedom map that's attached to this where you could see not only where you are, because that's important, but how you're going to get to where you want to go without being on back roads where it's dirt and potholes and stop signs. But you can be <laughs> on the highway, get there much more efficiently. And at the end of the day, it's about really understanding that it's okay. Listen, we're in a recession right now. The market's down 20% year over year. Interest rates went from 2 to 7%. Your savings accounts went down. Your credit cards went up. You know, the government's going to borrow even more money. The, comp the, the nation's in debt. But that doesn't mean you have to live like that. It means you could start building out. If it is to be, it's up to me. Take a step into the future. Own it, love it, embrace it, and know that there's always a better way. And during these times of economic chaos, this is where millionaires are made during this time over the next three to five years. Once again, come check us out. Go ahead and click that link below. Thank you so much. And make it a great 2023 as you step out of January and it's not too late.
That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.